Blog Talk Radio. Urban Glory Radio. Simply Glory. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day, knowing that this is the day that you have made. We rejoice and are glad. We thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It is the authority of your word that gives me confidence to make boldly known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do lean and depend on the Holy Spirit as educator and guide for giving me clear articulation of speech and deliberation of thought as I make manifold known the wisdom of God. Holy Spirit, I say have your way. Do what only you can do. Anoint the ears of the people to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. And Father, in everything that shall be accomplished and revealed, you be glorified. We thank you. May even the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, the intent of my thinking be acceptable in your sight. God, you are the giver of our strength and you are our redeemer. We say thank you, Lord, this year. We thank you for another Thanksgiving, being able to glorify and magnify your name. You alone be the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, happy Thanksgiving. I know the turkey has been made and the gravy and the dressing and the stuffing and the cornbread and the cabbage and the candy yams and the, all types of desserts have been made. But let's not forget to give God the thanks and the honor and the praise that is due His name. And it's so interesting that Thanksgiving this year as, as normal is on another Thursday. Another Thursday to give God praise in the time that we study the Word of God. I could not be naive to go back to the Scriptures and find out exactly why we are thankful. And so for that, we're going to continue the program as usual with instructing on five insights on true thanksgiving. Five insights on true thanksgiving. For the Scripture reminds us in everything to give thanks for it is the will of God in Christ Jesus to give us thanks. Why are we thankful? We are always thankful, number one, because God has afforded redemption through the Lord Jesus Christ. He has afforded redemption through the Lord Jesus Christ. It was the sacrificial acts of the Lord Jesus walking without sin on the earth and then manifesting himself through power and might, displaying compassion upon the lost and ministering to the needs of the people that gives us a road map to the way, the truth, and the light, which is in him, the way of salvation. It is his sacrificial life on the cross that we have the right to the tree of eternal life. Not only bringing back, but in Adam all died, but reconciling us, making us right to God. Which brings me to my second point. We're not only thankful to God because he redeemed us, but he also reconciled us. Through the Lord Jesus' sacrificial act, he reconciled us, giving us access to come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy in the time of need. And with that reconciliation, we are not foreigners worshiping a foreign God, but we are no longer Gentiles and Jews and, and saints and saints, but we are all made, drawn nigh to the blood, uh, through the blood of Jesus to a new and living way. And that is that reconciliation. And that reconciliation, not only did he commit it to us, for us personally, but also to display it through our love toward the brotherhood so that those who are not converted can be strengthened and call upon the name of the Lord to, to be saved. It is a true delight that God not only redeemed us, but he also gave us reconciliation. But he did not leave us comfortless. 
And because he did not leave us comfortless, thirdly, we have revelation from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit enables us to live this Christian life and it affords us the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and the know-how to do what we need to do to achieve what it means to have faith in God. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And how can they hear except someone be inspired by the spirit of God to proclaim the written and spoken word of God. So we thank God that God not only affords us redemption through the Lord Jesus, reconciles us to himself, but he also affords us revelation through the power of the Holy Spirit. Fourthly, through that relationship, we begin to receive revelation of truth, and that truth makes us free. But not only does it make us free mentally, it makes us free soulishly, it makes us free emotionally, it makes us free socially, and we also have access into, thirdly, restoration. Those things that the enemy had tried to steal from us, that had tried to rob us of our Christian life, the Lord Jesus restored us through the reconciliation that we had with the Father, and then the revelation of the Holy Spirit enabled us to receive restoration. So the things that the enemy that has stolen from us and tried to rob, steal, and kill us from the God kind of life must be brought back sevenfold. I thank God that God not only cleanses us, but he cleanses our conscience from dead work so we can serve the living God. And then he rewards us when we diligently seek him. Thank God for the Lord Jesus Christ giving us redemption. Thank God that he gave us redemption. And from that redemption, we have access to be reconciled with God. Not only are we reconciled with God, we have revelation from the Holy Spirit because the Spirit of God abides on the inside. But it restores those years, those moments we were alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and made us right standing with God so that way we can establish, fifthly, regeneration. After restoration is regeneration. Now are we the sons of God, beloved? It does not appear what we shall be, but when we see him, we shall be like him. Because as Jesus is, so are we on this earth. So we thank God for what he has done for us. And perhaps this Thanksgiving, you might have taken the opportunity to pray, but never time to reflect on what it means to be thankful. Don't forget, Jesus is always the reason of the season, and it's not just in Christmas time, but every Thanksgiving we are able to break bread and establish brotherhood with mankind because of the unconditional love Jesus paid on Golgotha's Hill 2,000 years ago, affording us the right to be restored and to be able to embrace enemies of the past, to be able to embrace oppressors of the past, to be able to embrace differences and to celebrate the fact that we're looking past our distinctions and allowing God's love to transcend all time and generation and to fellowship with the brotherhood as commanded of us in the scriptures. So we are thankful to God because he redeemed us. He reconciled us. He gave us reconciliation through revelation of the Holy Spirit. He restored us and then we were able to perpetuate that from generation to generation. So we have a reason to be thankful. We have a reason to be thankful because Jesus came that we might have have this life and have it more abundantly and we are grateful in everything we are to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures
endures forever. I never get tired of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ because it's real. Old saints used to say, there are some things we did not know. There are some places we could not go. But there's one thing that is for sure. Our God is real because we can feel him in our soul. Yes, he's real. Hallelujah, I hear the old singer singing because I can feel him in my soul. And we can feel him in our souls because in our hearts, when we go to reflect on all the things that the Lord has done for you, the first thing that comes out of us is thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, glory to your name. We magnify your holy name. Why? Because he's good. His mercy endures forever. And his truth lasts throughout all generations. So in this time of the year, don't forget who is the reason behind us offering true thanksgiving and let's continue to offer it perpetually to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. To God be all the glory for the great thing he has done. Maybe you don't have the opportunity to understand the excitement behind the expressions and the vividness of my words. It's because you don't have a relationship with the one that gives us the reason behind our thanksgiving, the Lord Jesus. Well, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, and that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. All you have to do is pray and call upon the name of the Lord. He will in no, uh, no ways cast you down, but he will bring comfort and convert you unto himself so that you can be a city that cannot be healed, the light of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. I challenge you to get everlasting life. I challenge you to be thankful, to be thankful for another opportunity to give God the praise, the honor, and the glory that is due his name. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord. Everyone that doesn't call upon the name of the Lord, what you waiting for? There's never, it's never too late to cry out to Jesus and say, Lord, here I am without one plea. But that thy blood was shed for me. Glory to God. O Lamb of God, I come to thee. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the broadcast. Be thankful in all.
with humanity to bring about a change that will transform the world as we know it. And for over a 400-year period of prophetically speaking to prophecy, God would raise a son where which the government would be on his shoulders. And his name would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Here Jesus comes and lives and exists among the world. And in a three-year period, he would transform what we consider time and experience and equip a group of people that were rejected and considered unclean and bring them with those that were astute and culturally correct as the missing link to what would be needed to build something internal, the kingdom of God. How do we get from a mathematical equation to the magnificence of the redemptive work? How do we get to be redeemed? And perhaps by the prompting of the Holy Spirit and the observations of Scripture along with the, the intuition and the instructions of the Spirit of God, we can come to new resolves by not repeating history, by revamping that which is demonic, by renewing a sense of accountability among Christians, and by restoring us into right standing with God through righteousness and receiving mightily of Him the grace that keeps us from falling. Perhaps we can alter and change to this understanding of redemption, that which seems to be superficial religion to a relationship that keeps us ever safe with a God that looks, that upholds the world through the words of his power. We must learn what it means to be redeemed. So, how do we begin this journey? We begin by looking back at the scripture and learning the story. And from there, Appropriating its truth to the real world which we face from day to day. Allowing that truth that we know to make us free. And until that time, we as an organization have resolved to study redemption. So let redemption begin. In order for you to read ruling this year, you must resolve in your heart to receive the word of God with meekness, to return unto him through reverence, to reverence that which he calls sacred in his sanctuary, to worship in spirit and in truth. And then we must also know to render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. And then more importantly, if we're going to operate in this ancient concept called redemption, which somehow in the courses of time left the scene of mathematical equations into the majesty of God's resounding plan for this world, if we're going to be able to confidently reap what he has promised, we're going to have to reconcile with one another. For that ministry of reconciliation 
is what God has commanded of us as New Testament believers and those that have accepted the resurrected work of our Lord to do. How can we love God who we don't see if we cannot honor and reverence the one we do see? Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the rule of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise. Your glorious name. The word declares in Colossians chapter 4, continue in prayer and watching the same with thanksgiving. With all praying also for us that God would open a door of utterance to speak the mysteries of Christ, for which I am also in bonds. That I may make it manifest as I ought to speak, walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. In this season of thanksgiving, we are not only grateful to God for the ability to articulate our own precepts and understandings, but to make manifest in our lifestyles the mysteries of Christ through opportunities in life that gives us a true message Christ in us the hope of glory my prayer for you tonight is that God will continue to edify you and your families And touch your hearts and continue to strengthen you by his spirit in the inner man, the Lord Jesus. And that you would see his kingdom actualized in your daily affairs. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful. We are grateful for everything that you have done in us. The work that you accomplished at Calvary is not in vain because we live each day to glorify your name. We ask that you, Father will continue to minister to the hearts and the minds of families all across this country to bring about this opportunity to see your wondrous works manifested in their lives through signs and wonders that only you can develop and display. Holy Spirit, I ask for an awakening in the lives of your children. The salvation would be the, the, the promoting messages in our homes, but more so actualized in our walk of faith, step by step. Father, I pray that you would continue to strengthen the concept called family. Father, you told us to be especially kind to those that are in the household of faith. I ask that you would continue to connect mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, cousins, aunts, uncles, 
grandparents, great-grandparents, and even to the generation, from generations to generations, that a bond of peace and the Spirit would move and hover around each and every individual that they may experience your love and experience your power and your strength. God, we are thankful for the ability to have life and that abundantly through the sacrificial work of the cross. We are thankful because we know, Father, that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and that are called according to your purpose. God, I ask that a revelation of your purpose would be seated in the hearts of your people, that they would have a blessed assurance. Father, through your Son, Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that the path is so clear in our lives to love you with all our heart, soul, and strength and to love our neighbors as ourselves. We thank you for the love of God that transcends all understanding, that guards us in our minds. And as we walk about this earth with one another, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege of life, for the opportunity to walk and to talk and to do and to speak and those opportunities that you afford us to show us who you are and who we are in you. This Thanksgiving, God, we ask that you would be glorified, that the sacrifices of our praise, the fruits of our lips, the manifestation of our works and efforts to accomplish even our identity and beyond our identity, your, your kingdom come. Your will be done in us as the earth of this world, the salt of the world, the light of the world. Help us to walk in your path. Help us to do what only we can do through you. All things that you have given us by your spirit. We praise you and we magnify your name. We could not praise you enough for the things that you have done. Not only in this day of remembrance and reflection of the times that we are thankful to others and their contributions to what they've done. We are thankful for you and you alone. Be glorified, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, I know you're going to enjoy a great time and opportunity to eat and celebrate with your families, remember Jesus is the reason for the season. I love Thanksgiving because it always uh, pre-launches the celebration of the Lord's birth. It launches us into another season of life, a crossover into another era, and another opportunity to continue to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I pray that you enjoy all things well, and that you would live long and prosper. This is LaVon Breland from Urban Glory Campaigns. God bless you, and happy Thanksgiving.